What is the one thing you value most in life? Is it spouse, family, maybe a job or career? What about money or possessions? Could it be a relationship, a specific relationship, or just relationships in general? Maybe it's your reputation. But, but what is it? What is that one thing that you would say above anything else? This is my most valued possession. This is what's worth the most to me. And then I want you to consider, what would it take for you to give that, that one thing up? In other words, is there a cost to you that maybe, or a price that, that someone could pay for you to part with that one thing? And if so, what would that price be? In Psalm 25, verses 1 and 2, we kind of get a glimpse into what David's one thing is. He writes, O Lord, I give my life to you. In other words, David says, my life is my most valued possession. Not my kingdom, not my possessions or my wealth or, or my my wives or my families. My one thing is, is my life, my heart, my soul. That is worth more to me than anything else. And then he follows it up with an exclamation. He says, I trust in you, my God. In other words, David says, my one thing, I'm going to give it to you. Why? Well, because I trust you. God, I know that you're faithful and you will value my life even more than I will. And so I hand it over to you. What about you? Could you do that? Could you, well, first of all, do you, do you value your life? How much do you value your life? What is your life worth to you? And then, do you trust God? And I'm not just talking about trusting God with health and wealth and, and career and, and families. I'm talking about life itself. You see, there's a difference between trusting God around all those elements, those individual things like your health and wealth and, and career, and then actually trusting God with life itself. Are you there yet? Where do you fit in possibly one of these four quadrants? The first quadrant, people would say, you know, my life is not valuable, and I don't trust God. These people are characterized by depression and loss of hope. They say, maybe God exists, maybe he doesn't. What does it matter? Who cares? And people in this quadrant are faced with really irrelevance. Everything is irrelevant. It doesn't matter. They have a have a lost sense of purpose, if you would. The people in the second quadrant, they would agree that life is valuable, but these people don't trust God. You see, these people in the second quadrant are characterized by pride. They, they think they, they know it all. They've got it all together. They're good. They don't, they don't need God. They believe that they can run their, their lives better than God can. And so they are in the driver's seat. 
The third quadrant, these people say, well, my life is not valuable, but I do trust God. In other words, these people would tend to would say that God is concerned with everyone but me. You see, these people, they have a, a, a lost sense of identity. They don't really feel like their, their life is worth much. Perhaps their life is an accident. And they say, what if I trust, what does it matter if I trust God and I lose my life? My life wasn't worth much to begin with. So who cares? And just like the first quadrant, this third quadrant down here, they would also face a, a sense of hopelessness and, and depression. But the problem with the people in this lower left quadrant is that they're oftentimes of they're often a product of bad religion where they don't realize the value of a relationship with God. You see, they internally they think, well, as a good Christian, I'm supposed to trust God. That's what good Christians do. And so here they're trying to trust God, but yet internally they're saying, you know what, but I don't think my life is really worth much. And so now they're on this, this spiral of, of even greater depression because they're faced with this endless cycle of regret. Again, they're thinking, my life isn't worth much, but I'm supposed to trust God because that's what I'm told to do. And now I'm, I'm struggling because I can't. And this, this cycle never ends. But this, this statement is actually contradictory. Because you, you see, on one hand, they say, my life isn't valuable, but I do trust God. And they don't realize that Psalm 139, verses 13 and 14, David writes, For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. And then Job writes, What is man that you make so much of him? Some translations say that you magnify him or that you exalt him. And not only that, not only do you lift man up, God, but you set your heart on him. You set your focus, your passion, your love on man. And then, of course, we have John 3.16 that we know so well. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. You see... These people in this lower quadrant, they don't realize the value that they have to God. And this, this statement here is actually fundamentally incompatible. Because, again, on one hand, they say they trust God, but on the other hand, they say, well, my life isn't worth much. On one hand, they say, you know, God knows what he's doing. God is faithful. God doesn't make mistakes, but yet somehow he screwed up with me. Somehow he made a mistake with me because my life isn't really valuable. And so in reality, this quadrant doesn't exist. In reality, these people, while they claim to trust God, they really don't because they don't trust God even with their own lives. 
And then in the fourth quadrant, these people say life is valuable. They recognize the value that their life is to God. And they do trust God with it. You see, for these people, they recognize, they believe that no matter what may come, God can handle it. God's in control. These people can trust God because they know that God is faithful no matter what. And they know that He is their creator. And because He's their creator, He values their life more than anything else. These people in this lower right quadrant, just like David, know that what what John wrote in the New Testament is quite true, that the world and its desires will pass away. But just like David, they realize that when all else fails, God won't. 